You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. We a refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Like, yeah, uh, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally going to use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At the Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host for tonight's festivities. Um, but I'm also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There is lots of great articles for you to read. There are lots of great podcasts for you to listen to. All sorts of wonderful and fantastic things for your visual and auditory pleasure. Uh, we are joined, as always, here at the diner uh, by my two awesome and fabulous co-hosts. Let me introduce them in case this is your first time. Uh, and co-host seat number one. Wonderfully talented musician. Um, you can check out his stuff on Bandcamp, and you should do it on Bandcamp because that way the man can get paid. Um, but also, he has been the longest standing member of the Great Geek Refuge, other than, you know, yours truly. His name is MC Brooks. Yes, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, on, I was on mute again. And uh, I don't even have a good thing other than Gear 5 Luffy has Tune Force. That's it. Appreciate that. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um, coming up on his, I think we established when we were on Paprika that it's been five years that you've been with us, Rambo. Is that right? Jesus Christ. I, I'll, sure. I have no concept of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's all one big blur anyways. Uh, wonderfully talented visual artist. Um, incredibly knowledgeable about all things, movies, TV, comic books. Um so much so that I dubbed him the professor. Um, he was like, nobody else calls me that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop saying we, I'm gonna say I, I call him the professor jokingly. But honestly, it's a uh, term of endearment because I'm impressed with how much he truly knows about these things that we love to talk about. Mr. James Rambo. So why is it when fucking companies have a brand item and then they adapt it into another version, like uh, a specific version I'm thinking of right now, in front of me is is lifesavers moved to lifesavers gummies why do they change flavors why do they feel a need to add more shit or change them up like just stick with what you had they didn't just do the like because you got your the red which is cherry um the purple which is grape um uh, there's no grape okay orange um, i know there's an orange one there's an orange yeah there's orange and cherry and yeah. lemon. lemon and pineapple pineapple fuck i love the pineapple one and I think that might be it. There might be a, there might be like a kind of a pink for strawberry. Yeah. But there's for some reason, for some fucking reason, they always want to add a green apple. There's green apple and watermelon and there's no pineapple. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why? Pineapple pineapple's the best one. Why are we fucking around? Yeah. Just work, stick to what works. Yeah. Um, a really, Nonsense. really, under, a really underappreciated joke that Mitch Hedberg did and God rest his soul. Cause he was one of my favorite comedians of all time is he's like, all right guys, that's the end of my set. I got to go and I got a pack of lifesavers and pineapples up next. Like just like, it wasn't so much that it was, that it was hilarious, but like if yeah, a hundred percent, like I got to go pineapples next. Like I need this. Yeah. I, I, I feel that Mitch. I feel that. Um, let's talk about, Let's talk about secret invasion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick, I'm, I'm gonna kick it off. Like, I don't even want, I don't even want to talk about it because I'm so mad. Because the last time on these airwaves that we talked about this, we were all like, "This is actually pretty good." Sam Jackson's chewing scenery. Like, I like the way they're writing this. This seems like this is a reckoning for him. This seems like this is gonna be kind of like his last stand. Like, it was giving me like unforgiven vibes. At first, 
you know, like doesn't want to do this shit anymore, but he's doing this shit one more time because he has to kind of thing. And then it just fucking fell apart. Like it just was so the the ending was so disappointing. It was so hodgepodge together. None of that shit made sense. Like a couple of things were like, oh, cool. That that's pretty awesome. I like the way they did that. But for the most part, it was just like there's now more questions than there were before. Like you're gonna have to go back and retcon a bunch of shit. And like it just it was uninspiring just a wet fart just like that's how it ended you know you've got this big symphony and you're just like okay what's it leading to and then it's just a sad trombone at the end and you're just like fuck um i'm gonna pass it to you guys because like i overall like it was one of those things where i saw the criticisms online and i was like please disprove this like please show me that they're wrong all these dipshits who were like you know go woke go broke um no i just fuck this made me mad. Rambo, you want to go or should I go? I can go. It's, it's hey, okay. Go it's okay. That's it. I, mean, I can I can definitely say more, but it, it just it's it's. I only think it was bad, but I thought it was definitely pretty lackluster. Um, it kind of hit the notes you would expect to some degree, but didn't really do much with them um and yeah i don't know it uh i'm not really sure why though because it, the the all the individual bits and pieces like all the elements are there like you have a pretty compelling villain you have a pretty solid reason for why the villain's doing what they're doing that's true yeah um you know Fury is sort of this uh uh not forgotten hero but uh, uh you know the the protagonist has just you know dropped the ball a couple t- more like more than uh more times than than he really should have um I don't know it it, it I guess it had kind of a, an editorial feel like we need to establish the scrolls we need to um get fury back to earth for a little bit uh, or really kind of go more into what he's doing in space. Um, Which we still don't really know what he's doing in space because they never yeah, explain it. But the really, like, but we, like we've seen more than just like a single sequence of him walking in what is assumed to be a space station barefoot. Um, I don't know. Like the, the, the cast was really good and... Um, the overall motivations made sense, so I'm not really sure why it didn't all gel, but it didn't. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it was just a, um, yeah. I, I wish I could say more in terms of, um, why I don't really have a strong feeling, good or bad. But it's mostly just sort of a, it's a thing. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I feel like they wasted really, really, really good performances because that's, it just. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, MC. It's all your fault. No, I'm saying. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that's kind of where I'm where I've been at with it is, you know, I feel like you know, like I asked when when you know we we talked we kind of went over this when we talked about the first couple episodes we we had seen to that point. Which is like, don't really understand why the reviews are saying that the series is bad. Like, we're getting some really great performances from Samuel Jackson and Don Cheadle in, in particular. Like, those two were incredible. And they, even in the aftermath of the finale, I think that they were both, you know, really high points as far as the, the, the skill and acting, especially when they were in scenes together. Like, it was great. And I also thought that this was kind of like a nice return to form. Like, every MCU project we've been giving has always been this large, big, fantastical thing. And, you know, I think, you know, we all, we all love Winter Soldier and we've all kind of at different points said things about like, you know, Hey, like something a bit more grounded might be kind of cool. And it seemed yeah. like this is, that's what, that's what this was setting itself up to be. Like obviously it was going to be a little bit bigger in scale because you're involving an alien species from space, you know, coming to, coming to, you know, being on earth and whatnot. But like it, it, through, at least through the first handful of episodes, it felt very, it felt very, very grounded as far as what we were, what we were dealing with. And I think they set everything up 
to to be there and then for some reason they were just like yeah so now let's just crank up the action to like a million percent and really just like sacrifice like good like getting to a good end point to be continued at a later time for like big flashy fight because that like that when i think of the finale that's like the big thing i think of is like oh big flashy fight and fury's wife comes to space like those are kind of like the the big things and just some of the decision making is so very confusing because it's like why make that decision with guy like for what reason like what what is that because like it, it it you you broke the power scaling of the mcu because now like you have this obnoxiously powerful character yeah that can't that, that probably can't be stopped if anyone if anyone were to try to you know fight her and so it's like well like what was what was the point of taking us there and for for what reason um i think just also at the end of it too like i think nick fury nick fury has been great because he's been a character there's always had an air of mystery around him and i think peeling the layers back in the series kind of i don't know i would like to know less like, yeah, like, I, 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 like I, w- I would like to know less about about Fury and yeah, it would not too. And I would, I would like to have kept that air of mystery because I, I think it made him a more interesting, compelling uh, character. And you know, I, like I, I really thought all the oh, Fury's getting old stuff was like setting up for something other than well, Fury's just old. Like that, that's <laughs> I kind of feel like that's kind of like the big like all that was leading up to was just like establishing oh yeah, hey, he's old now. Just so you guys know, he's old now. Like, I, I thought there might have been more. There might have been more there. Like it might have been a setup. Like if you remember, like I thought, like hey, maybe it'll be revealed that the Fury there is a, is a scroll, and like the actual Fury is still in space. Like we get, and we didn't really get any of that. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking like, was going to happen, honestly. And like I, I don't know, just I feel like there's just it, it opens the door for more questions about things and. We didn't really get answers for for a lot of what was set up. I also think the the last thing, the last point I'll make is like, I like, I I, I kind of feel like they wasted Gravik a little bit. I feel like I think there could have been more they did with with his character, especially since it's it's pretty established that like, hey, various scrolls can look like him. Like Gravik as a concept is 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 the threat more than like an act, just one particular scroll. At the fact that he can literally be anyone at any time, because as demonstrated in the show, any one of them could be him at any at any point. Yeah, and I think that could have they they could have done something interesting with that, but they went down the same trope of being like, "Hey, we have this villain that has interesting motivations and could be really compelling going forward, so let's kill him," and just completely not even let some other type of negative force exists in this world that we know exists it's like that speech in um the man who killed hitler and also the bigfoot when he's at the table and he talks about how hitler died in like 1941 but what they did all the rest of them were like actors and shit because it wasn't the person that was it was the symbol like it's the symbol is what matters more yeah and graphic could have been that yeah, that that like honestly, I thought that's that that is that that's what they were gonna kind of kind of give it. They're like, yeah, there what there is a graphic that had beef with Fury, but graphic as a as a concept for for all of them who have issues, who have legitimate issues with with Fury and the and the aftermath of uh, you know them not really having home. Like it would it would have been great to have kind of seen that kind of kind of come to life, or even even um, get to a place where. We, I know you, I know none of you have seen Attack on Titan, but there there is kind of like a point in like much later. Spoilers for anyone listening who hasn't who isn't caught up, but there's a point like much later where the main protagonist who's kind of like the villain of the story at that point, where he has people who are loyal to him that even who even when they disagree with him, kind of faction off and become their own thing that's much bigger than him, even though they're using his name and seemingly his ideology to carry out what they think needs to be done. So I thought that could have been an interesting thing to do too, that even you have scrolls who even, uh, even with Gravik not there, or, who, or maybe even have different ideas about how to go about things, carry the the, the, the ideas that he had and carry that going forward. So that, like, like I said, the idea of Gravik is a, is 
um, is is the more powerful thing. He's he's not just a physical person that you can like defeat, and then that's just it. It's the guy fox mask, you know, like from V for yeah. Vendetta. Yeah. I okay. I I don't know enough about the comic book scrolls. I know there is a super scroll. I know that he has a ass load of powers, but if I remember correctly, it was just all of the Fantastic Four powers, wasn't it? And that was it? Yeah, and they they kind of um adapt that uh with um with Gravik by like including Groot because that means he has like the physical look of the thing, but the actual kind of abilities of, of Mr. Fantastic. Strategy um, abilities, yeah. Except it's yeah, so there's a couple stuff, little yeah. like nods like that uh here and there. Um but uh yeah that's that's sort of that's really it there. What irritated me though was you've got this MacGuffin, this this little glass bullet, because that's what it looked like, of all of the Avengers DNA. Like we have all of the Avengers DNA. First off, why wouldn't you fucking destroy it? That's the stupidest shit that I've ever heard in my life. Let's just keep it around because you never know when somebody might need it. It's not like anybody could ever possibly use this for bad reasons. And like it, it's so fucking dumb. They should have collected all of it and destroyed it. That's how they should have handled the uh, the aftermath of that uh, battlefield is just burn the fucking thing. Like, we don't need any of this shit. But again, like, it, that, that irritated me, one. Two, there needed to be a Fury versus Gravik fight. Not... Gaia versus, versus Gravik. And I understand it's, whole, you know, scroll versus scroll. But, like... Gravik had legitimate beef with Fury and it and it wasn't like it wasn't perceived it was real like we've been doing everything for you and even Talos like mentioned it he's like you wouldn't be the person that you are if it wasn't for us like yeah. we were the we were like the 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 secret group around like getting you all the intel that you needed like Fury basically is like well I'm good. I didn't do anything to fix this problem, but I'm out of here. I'm going to go bang my hot wife in space now. See you guys later. Like that, it just doesn't sit with me right because it just felt lazy. And like the whole, like, I want all of the Avengers DNA so that I can have all of their powers. And like, it's just so fucking dumb because not only that, he could have brought it and put it in the machine and it says, hey, this is all the Avengers stuff and like somehow tricked the system. That would have been better. Oh yeah, you thought that I was a fucking idiot. Like I'm not because now you're going to die because we just implanted you with this virus, you stupid asshole, because you just trusted me somehow. Like there were like so many- I been more in line with Fury, with Fury too. Like I yeah. just can't imagine him being like, yeah, I have the I have the new coach here. Here you go. Yeah. Particularly if it was like, it recognizes Steve Austin. It recognizes Carol Danvers. It recognizes Bruce Banner. Yeah. But it's all them Steve before Austin they got the powers. Yeah. yeah. He turns into sickly Steve Rogers. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, you you have all of the uh, strength and ability of these people. Not Captain America, Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah this Steve Rogers, yeah. That yeah. would have been that would have been fucking fantastic. You have Tony Stark's powers, which is, you know, alcoholism and uh, smugness. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, like, so many of the adventures aren't uh like their their powers aren't really like genetic. No. You know, or their ability like like oh, I have all I, I have the DNA of Natasha Romanov. Cool. You're a redhead. <laughs> like you, you buy really you, cool vests. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, I don't even like <laughs> well, no, it, no, the fucking the fucking vest was it wasn't even hers. It was no, that's right. You wear yeah, really cool vests. It was your sister's. Just say um, you like the vest. Yeah, I like the vest. Thank you. So cool. I gotta rewatch that movie. I, I about that recently. Side note: like I have such a boyhood crush on her. Like, because, like, everything she does, I'm just like, oh, Florence Pugh, you are just adorable. Like, just like hands mm -hmm. on, like, hands on chin, just like. <laughs> No, that's cool. What are you What are you doing now? Like, yeah, just totes adorbs all the time. Yeah, you have eyes yeah. work. Yeah. One, one work. other, one other thing I kind of feel like this series could have done, and probably, or or let me say, let me phrase, they did do, but needed to do more of. Is like we so we got confirmation that like okay, Rhodey is a scroll. 
Yeah. And I guess Ross, I guess Ross also was too. Like Ross was, was a scroll. Rudy was a scroll. Um, yeah. I just, I don't like, I, I feel like a much bigger reveal. And maybe it's my fault for still expecting the shows to have like big, like, you know, universe uh, potentially altering reveals in it. So I was like, I, I feel like there should have been a little bit more. Like, okay, we learned just about two characters. But like, shouldn't there be more? Like, I, like I feel like the the idea that, that it's a threat should be a bit more understood, or like they should have done more to kind of more establish like, oh yeah, we don't know who else. And you know, I think kind of with like the slate of what we know is coming, or what what we know is coming whenever you know the strikes are over and we get back to them them getting to put stuff out, just like. Like, like, just doing more to kind of like establish that, like, oh yeah, no, like all these people, because because I feel like even even Rody, like Rody's inclusion makes sense, and you know they kind of are able to do that thing where they they can wreck, they can for certain actions that seem out of character now seem a bit more like okay, like the whole him saying like why don't we just Thanos in Endgame and it's like oh yeah, well of course of course a scroll with no um, with no emotional ties would be like, yeah, that sounds like the thing. Or with his aggression towards Captain Marvel in that film, which would make sense for a scroll to have to have to have towards her in particular. Huh. Or for, or for, or for some scrolls to have to potentially yeah. have towards her. But I feel like that's more of a red kind. Cause I don't think, I don't think they went into Endgame knowing, you know, we're going to reveal this much later down the line. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I mean, Marvel obviously plans ahead for things, but there's a degree to which where you have like, a degree of like you're definitely gonna have to look back and make adjustments and say, "Oh no, this is always gonna be a thing." Like, there's no reason. There's no way somebody was like, "Hey, uh, Sam, when you make this sandwich in this sequence, um, go ahead and cut it into triangles. It's, it's really important." And then we're gonna pay that off years later in another movie as a as a reference. No, somebody was like, "Oh, he does this very particular thing. It's one of the few times we see him do something specific like that. Um, we can use that as a reference later on." Like, you know, there, there's there's always gonna be a degree, <clears throat> and also like. It's 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 one of the reasons why I always like roll my fucking eyes whenever nerds start getting into like, well, why didn't this thing happen like this? And why didn't why isn't this exactly like this? If you're saying this happened, well, why didn't this thing in from the past happen exactly like that? Because they didn't know they were gonna do it. Like stories change and evolve over time. You can't plan 30 years in the future for every eventuality like things change um so there's always going to be continuity issues there's always going to be little errors and things that don't match up it's really up to you whether or not you're gonna let it bother you um but yeah so it, it's it's it, it's it's the trade-off you have to have like don't be wrong if you make a really significant change uh in a, a recent movie um that is very clearly affecting something like very particular and significant in in the past that's an issue but little stuff particularly like easter eggy kind of things or things that are just don't really matter like yeah just gotta make, make peace with the fact that it's gonna be different yeah it, it... because let's just say for instance that was their plan Right. Let's say that they made him. They're like, "Hey, Rhodey, you're going to act like this because you're actually a scroll." Um, to Don Cheadle in uh, Endgame, right? What if scroll? What if the scroll shit never happens? What if for whatever reason it gets scrapped? Like you can't you can't plan that far in the future with any certainty, and that's dumb. And like, people are people. Like we're not perfect. Like it's. Yeah, that that irks me. Like I will say this: I'm now interested as to when he actually became a scroll because he was in a hospital gown and his legs didn't work. And I'm wondering if they're going to make it right after civil war. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, 
It, I mean, that's theoretically what makes sense, but that means that he doesn't know that Tony Stark is dead. Oh, that's a good point. And that's going to be fucked up. And like, not like, it'll be interesting to see how they play that because that I mean, it could would make a lot of sense going into armor wars. Yeah. Why he feels a duty to like defend the, yeah. 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 I'm really, and, yeah. and it also makes it really sad. Like that, that also explains like, why that series with armor wars was supposed to come out like this year or something like that and that seemed it like got kept getting pushed back and then it moved from a series to a movie and like that if that's the change one of the changes they did they did in later in the later stages of secret invasion started to make then like yeah that it makes sense they turned this into a movie and now you have don Cheadle as your star as you go to like explain all this all this stuff surrounding him and like his learning of you know, that his that Tony's gone. And actually now that I think about it, because we know that Iron Heart is in that is going to be in that also. That's such a per TV show that maybe he ends up taking kind of like the role with her that he had with Spider with Peter in kind of like a mentor role. Yeah. I mean that would make a lot of sense for sure. Um yeah, it, it's it's a bummer. <laughs> that's that's the best way I can describe it. it. It's just it's a fucking bummer that this wasn't better, um, especially because they had so much going on there. And like, yeah, to to think that Nick Fury's plan was well, just send the fucking scroll to fight for me is it, just like, honestly, you know what though. It ties back to him being a piece of shit using the scrolls for all of his work. And it like it just shows that he hasn't grown. And that's fucked up because you want your characters to have growth. Um, this is gonna sound fucked up. I kind of was hoping he would die at the end. Doesn't sound fucked up. That's certain um, point contracts run out. Characters yeah. move on. And like if I remember correctly, on, rather. if I remember correctly, Sam Jackson's in his 70s. He's not a young man. No, he is not. And I um I'm looking right now to see how old he is. Um, 74 years old. Yeah. Um, this could have been your chance for him. This could have not a redemption story because he's still a hero in our eyes, but this could have been his way of making things right with the scroll and like just ending graphic without giving him what he wanted. But, and graphic being like, well, you're, you know, you've been exposed to too much radiation. You're fucking toast. And he's just like, this wasn't, I didn't plan on getting out of here. That's cool, man. You're going with me. You know, that kind of thing. Or like, um, oh yeah, by the way, um, there's several nukes on their way here right now. What? But that means you're going to die with me. Yeah, there was no thought of escape, homie. You're good. Like, that would have been the kind of thing that would have been not, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it would have been a great payoff. I, I think it would have been a good chance for him to pass the torch in a way to somebody else. I mean, like, it, there's there's a lot. Um What's interesting about this is it's the same thing that they've done with other movies. Um, and I think of The Last Jedi. Uh, the Last Jedi, there was a line. There was a line in The Last Jedi that was more interesting than the whole fucking movie. And it was Lando saying to Rey, um, oh, yeah, you know, me and Luke Skywalker were on adventures looking for this, you know, 30 years ago. And I'm like, I want to see that. I want to see Lando and Luke doing cool shit because that's fucking dope. Um when we saw all of the humans flipping out after the president was like, there's scrolls everywhere and we're now at war and they were just fucking offing regular humans because they thought they would be scroll. Like that's some compelling shit. Like that's dark, but like, that's super interesting. Now I want to see more of this. I want to see the backlash from this. And like the fact that the president wasn't a good guy in the end, you know, mm -hmm wasn't like you know we need to do what's right and we need to work with these people and he's just like no fuck them fuck aliens man fuck them all and you're just like damn dude okay um yeah yeah the most interesting parts of the show we got only a snippet of and the payoffs that we could have had were just blown past for a big cgi fight at the end of the uh, show yeah. yeah and it also makes me think too that like i don't like I feel like Maria Hill deserved more, like for that to be like the big, like the big oh shit moment that happens in episode one. Like oh, we finally like she's gone. It's not, it's not 
you know, it's not it's not a, a decoy for whatever the mission is, and she's she's really with you. Like it just happens, and I don't know. Like I, I think for most of us, we kind of expected there would be some big payoff, or like Fury might want revenge for the someone he's worked with for as long as they've been together, or like yeah. something. And it just kind of like, oh, Maria died, and that's just yeah, it's just a thing that happened in episode one. Yeah, I mean, again, though, you know, Maria died. Hey, um, by the way, um, Gaia, can you take care of that for me? Thanks, thanks, yeah. babe. <clears throat> you know, like, just, oh, and then Taylor's died too. Like, yeah, like, like without, like, fuck. This, it just felt like there, there should have been more on Nick's end, other than treating it just kind of like, yep, well, sucks that that happened to them. That sucks. Sucks to be you, Talos. Like, it just. Yeah, like, just, like they, that could have been really interesting. Like the yeah. one, one of the rare occasions we see him break down in emotion is realizing that his two right hand people in both Talos and Maria, like he can't rely on them now, and he he has to actually just figure this out, just him. Yeah, because he fucked up. Yeah, like yeah, there was there was zero consequences for him being shitty. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm going back to space. See ya. All right, see y'all. <laughs> like, Oh my my wife is my hot wife my hot wife is coming too. Yeah. <laughs> my scroll my, my hot scroll wife is gonna, hot scroll gonna come wife. with. Mm. Yes. Hot scroll wife action. Mm. <laughs> just fucking wasted show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just and I think that's how like and the thing too is this like cuz I think also just publicly some of the disappointment was that this isn't like a setup for like the Marvels coming later this year. Or is not set up for like something else. Like we kind of don't really know. Like we we know Nick Fury isn't going to be in the Marvels, but we don't know. Does this take place before then? Is the Marvels set after the events of the show? And even then, we don't know. Like if like we have nothing kind of tying it to that, which doesn't have to inherently be a be a bad thing. But if I feel like if they just wanted to do if they wanted to do something kind of like Moon Knight, where it's like it's just its own contained thing they can maybe reference at a later point it could have been that but it isn't it couldn't have been that because also scrolls <laughs> and we know scrolls are around and like i guess they're, they're going to be a big part of whatever the story that whatever the the story is leading up to the stuff with kang and secret wars and etc i don't know i just there this 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 just really feels like a, a really missed opportunity to properly set up something like even on the most minorest of ways because like and 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 to like have the have the questions answer the questions you introduce in the show itself and then also like like kind of give us something to know like we're like what's like what's next like we might not see Gaia till when and and also just again with her existence being there like it does really call in the question like well fuck what's the point (laughs) Of all these other heroes when you can just combine all their all their powers in one person yeah she's super op now like, like her and... her being her being op it just it creates so many problems and it was so unnecessary to do so yeah because honestly it would have been a better fight like let's just say she still goes to fight um gravik at the end right that it's still her she's the one that does it but you have them just duking it out between the two of them he's got his group shit he's got the um um fuck what's the name of the uh extremis he's got the extremis thing where you can heal and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then i can't remember what the other thing was that he had as well um there was one other there was like three of them um but like you have them duke it out and fight because yeah. that's what they're fighting for the 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 direction of where the scroll are gonna go after this like this yeah. is where the scroll like that's more symbolic than like let's give everybody yeah. all of the powers all at the same time because fucking why not and it well, just it, not, it, yeah i was gonna say not only that but the fact that she had like she she had like good control over those powers for having them all for the first time yeah what the fuck it's, like you just picks them up immediately like like it's like, nothing like just immediately just like gets in and it's just automatically knows how to do all of these different move sets and abilities and can can hold can just hold her own like honestly like i i agree with you about the fight I, if any if anything you could have made it a thing as where a guy is clearly not as strong as him, but is able to outsmart him, out, is able to outsmart him because Gravik can't see beyond his own rage and anger at Fury. 
he can't see beyond he, he can't see beyond it so it creates blind it creates blind spots that she's able to exploit to to outsmart him to defeat him as opposed to just oh yeah i can go super saiyan too yeah that's literally what it was it was it was marvel dragon ball z you know it was just disappointing and you know the more and more i think about it like of the marvel tv series that they've done like what's i think so far especially with the disney stuff like we haven't really had one that is like a definitive this one has been the best and this has been this was great i can't think of one i think wandavision yeah yeah okay never mind yeah 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 Yeah. because all all the other ones even the ones that i really really like like miss marvel like they all have like issues in them yeah wandavision had none yeah yeah, like the I mean the worst the worst thing you can say about WandaVision is the fact that everyone was theory crafting about it and thought it was gonna yeah. be a much bigger thing. Like like people's complaints about WandaVision is like, oh, Mephisto and Doctor Strange didn't show up. They don't I don't think they were supposed to. Um yeah. Um yeah, no, it and like I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but there were flaws with that too. Um I thought it would but like Honestly, yeah. ranking them, it's WandaVision first and then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier second. And then everything else is kind of a jumbled mess after that. Like, Miss Marvel was good. I liked it, but it had its issues. Um, like, Moon Knight, we we liked overall, but Moon Knight had its issues as well. Yeah. Like, this well, was a mess. Yeah, mostly, mostly with the finale, because I think leading up to it, it was it was cool. And they, 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 they were, you know, there were nice Easter eggs and setting things up. But I think by the time we got to the end of it, it was or the finale. Like, you know, I, I even liked the finale, but like it, on a on a rewatch, I was kind of like, yeah, this this has some issues, <laughs> and you know, especially with you know it, you know, again calling in the question, kind of, well, what's what's next for this for this character, and and you know, where's he gonna where's he gonna pop up next? Him kind of blanking. Oh, what if had issues that, that we yeah. all that we all that we all talked a ton about. Um, Loki, Loki, I, I liked, and yeah. the reveal at the end. Of Loki, I think Loki would probably also be up there a little bit, also because I think yeah. the, those last couple episodes were especially strong. Yeah, especially with the the reveal of Jonathan Majors at the at the at the as, uh, at the end of that one. Yeah, and kind of like uh, with you know, I like that, that was all pretty cool. Um, so I think Loki would probably be up there. I'm kind of blanking on what else. What else have we gotten? Is is that it? Are they I that think. forgettable? Um, the um, She Hulk. Oh, she. Well, I like, and I like yeah. I like She Hulk too. But that was also kind yeah. of like a self. No, outside of getting of introducing Daredevil, like it was also pretty. It was just pretty self-contained. Like they're the big. Oh well, actually, no, I'm lying. I forgot. We that's when we get introduced to uh, Scar. Yeah, I forgot that happened at the end of that. Wow, Hulk's son. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here's my kid. Yeah. Which I mean, um, you forgot about it because it was barely there. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Was, that's the biggest make, problem with that. Sense. That's yeah. the biggest problem with that that finale. Uh, is they're just like, oh yeah, this, this, and this. Oh, by the way, Hulk's got a kid. Here it is. I'm like fucking what? <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. Because overall, I I really I really liked it too. I think that one got a lot of got a lot of unnecessary un- like really unnecessary hate but you know again it had its issues also so yeah i think i think wandavision just universally is probably like most people's number one if not flat out the number one thing that they've done and then everything yeah. else is just kind of like where like w- where your tastes align and which characters you like yeah i haven't had any that have been as good as the netflix shit because Daredevil was was fucking phenomenal, and like honestly, I I started fucking TikTok, man. I think TikTok's got me on Punisher again. Like I want to go watch the Punisher yeah. because there was clips of the Punisher on TikTok, and I started watching it. And I was like, yeah. I don't remember this. I need to go back and watch this series. Like I, the yeah. thing those shows had going for them, though, um, is the fact that like they didn't have to try to connect to the wider universe when they came out. Yeah. Like, I think, like, like, I think if these shows were just if, like, if we just got to get just like, just have a straight Scarlet witch vision show that didn't have to tie to stuff that happened previously. 
or uh, you know, a Miss Marvel show or Loki, like shows that don't have to have these big implications for the wider universe or these big connecting points to the to the wider because like Loki doesn't work. Loki as a show doesn't work without Endgame. Yeah. Like we don't we like we don't we don't get any of it, like any of the stuff we don't get the emotional weight of any of that stuff without understanding from which point this Loki is from and what like how he feels when he learns about what happened to him what, what happens to him if he had gone with the rest of that timeline. Like those Netflix shows are great and but they also have the benefit of like they don't have, they didn't have to connect to anything. Other they kind, than they did eventually. Daredevil. Yeah, other like, than each yeah. other, yeah. Like they they, yeah, but, they they ultimately did, but they didn't. They also didn't have to. They didn't have to connect to anything. They could just tell their story. Yeah, and and Daredevil doesn't. It connects, but it doesn't have to. No, it's yeah. not obligated to. They're they're um, self-contained without it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah because you could for the most part you could just watch the two seasons. Like you could watch well, all three seasons of Daredevil. Yeah, and it'd be fine. Because think about like Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage, right? They show up in each other's shows, but if you hadn't seen Jessica Jones when you watched Luke Cage, it doesn't matter. She's yeah. just oh, a character. Well, and, also, and also, if you don't see the Defenders, you don't understand who Iron Fist is when he shows up in season two of Luke Cage because they have that that one Heroes for Hire episode. Yeah, and and that episode is also noteworthy because that's the that's that's the episode where we see the growth in Danny from what happens in Defenders. Mm-hmm. To that, to him come becoming, you know, a bit more likable in season two of Iron Fist, <laughs> or like a bit more, a bit more decent of a of a character in season in season two of that. Yeah, not. But like uh, other than that, you could, you know, you could kind of just watch them because like their individual seasons didn't connect to to anything else either. Like the final season of Jessica Jones had no connecting points to any of the others. It was about Jessica, and I still uh, haven't her seen really that. annoying her really annoying friend. <laughs> I can't remember her name right now, but God, I hate it. Trish. And um, Trish becoming, um, I can't remember the character. Hellcat, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Hellcat, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, you, you could just watch it, and it was like, they, they were, their seasons were just self-contained without, you know, without, like, they might make reference to the fact that they teamed up with someone else or with others, but that that is really about as far as it would go most of the time. Yeah, I never watched the last season of Jessica Jones. Um, I only watched the first one with uh with um with David Tennant, like because because yeah. that, that shit it's, it's, it was it's excellent. It was one of those things where it wasn't that I lost interest in it. It was just like, is that how could you possibly top this kind of thing? Yeah. Like he was so I fucking would, unsettling. I would say the other thing, the other big difference too, is those Netflix shows were not making an effort to be family friendly in the way that the Disney plus shows are, which is not to say that they necessarily need to be like super edgy, but I think like we, we saw this kind of with Moon Knight, like we, we kind of thought Moon Knight was going to be like, Oh, they're the way they're talking. This might be like daredevil level, like kind of blood and action. And it, it wasn't that yeah, at all. Whereas with daredevil, like we got, we got to see that's like, see the, the stuff with Punisher and season two, especially we, like we got to see, all of that take place and you know the disney plus shows again it's not to say that they necessarily need to be edgy or like need to be like more adults or and whatnot too but you know those shows the the like though the the netflix shows have a bit more freedom to kind of tackle tackle those things like the stuff with jessica jones and like sexual assault and whatnot, like the the stuff surrounding Purple Man from season yeah. one. Like I don't know how Disney yeah. Plus would handle. I don't know how Disney Plus could handle that. I like trying to do that, in I'm assuming nine episodes or six episodes, um, in a Disney Plus in a Disney Plus run where you know one episode might be forty minutes, one might be fifty four minutes. You know, no real consistency with with episode run times either. Yeah, like how would you? Yeah, how could you do the Punisher? In the Disney universe. Well, we'll find out apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do that. Well, I mean, like, can you do him like a, a sanitized version of Frank Castle? Maybe, but There's like, no, I mean, not if you want to have it be in any yeah. way what that character is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause like, think I about mean, the second season of the Punisher. The second season of the Punisher deals with some pretty dark shit. 
because we find yeah. out that that senator, like um, that was played by Corbin Burnson, like that he was involved in like chat, like like uh, pedophilia and all sorts of other shit. Yeah, like yeah, it was bad. Like so, I mean, yeah. how how do you do that? Like I, yeah. The thing is, you you don't, you know, like yeah. ever since that, like you, like that's that's how they would handle it. It's just you you just wouldn't, you know. It's 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 like. I think about like like Moon Knight has a lot of like dark like what Mark has been through is like very heavy. <laughs> Mark's yeah. been through a lot of really really heavy stuff, and while like some of it was kind of played for a laugh, a laugh with his relationship to Stephen, and and you and you, they do you know kind of kind of get on like some of it when they when you learn of like how he even developed his disorder to begin with, but like you know if you're familiar with like almost any of his comic runs like like there's a lot of really heavy stuff in Moon Knight that. Like, if you want to be true to the really, really true to the character in a way that I think fans would really like, especially beyond the, 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 your first season, it's just like, how are you going to like, how are you going to do that? You you weren't even willing to, to have Tony deal with alcoholism in Iron Man 3. You completely cut that out when Robert Downey Jr. wanted to do it. So, like, I, I'm not really sure how they handle how they handle like something with Punisher knowing that like these very kind of heavy dark ideas and concepts are not things that they seem like they're going to be all that willing to really go go into and like really lean into it like you don't do a version of it but it'll be like well what was the we'll probably end up walking away from it wondering why even do it if you're not really going to lean into it and really like do it in a way that's true to the character yeah i mean i don't I don't see it happen. I mean, who yeah. knows? It's. I mean, well, I mean, like apparently he's coming back. Apparently, Roman. But, okay. Um, <laughs> cool. I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I honestly, I think the Daredevil Born Again will be a good litmus test. Yeah. You know, for like kind of what they're what they're gonna do. Yeah. How they how they how they may how they may approach it. Like I know we're not getting we're not getting Netflix Daredevil on Disney. But it, it, it'll be interesting to see just kind of like, okay, like how are you going to handle some of the heavier aspects of like Matt trying to rationalize his Catholicism with his vigilantism? Like, yeah, that's like, I'll be really curious to see how they decide to, how they handle, how they handle those things. It's not saying it needs to be as dark as the Netflix show, but like, you also can't key key about it <laughs> and think people are going to be pleased with how you handle the character yeah that way i'm looking right now because i haven't in a while um did they move the netflix stuff to disney plus yeah they moved over so okay the reason why i was made, thinking yeah go ahead yeah they, they made a so i was gonna say they made a they basically made a thing on disney plus where it's like you have to like to access like some of the more like mature stuff, you have to like set up a code and whatnot to like. Oh, okay. Not just and not just anybody can access it. You could put a safe word so in there. Change, yeah. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> like you have to change your settings to, to even allow it to be seen, and then yeah. you can also set it up so that like you know if you're if someone who isn't supposed to be seeing it, they yeah. don't get access to it. That might be my next watch. As I might go back and watch Daredevil or The Punisher, like one one of those or all of them. Shit, I don't know. Yeah. And like hey, because we're in the strike right to, now, say, how do you guys feel about that? I'd be more than happy to do a rewatch. You guys want to do a rewatch on Daredevil? Like, two, like I kind of rewatched Daredevil two years ago, and it was great, and I don't yeah. really remember it. So I'm down. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't rewatched Punisher at all since it came out. I've not seen them. Yeah, Punisher. The first season of Punisher was was really really good. Um, which is funny. The guy who plays Jigsaw um, are is in these T-Mobile commercials um, that I see all the time on TV now, and I'm just like, I, I mean, you and your British accent—that's cool, but you're Jigsaw. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't trust you with your cell phone shit. What the hell, man? Yeah, it's too pretty. I maintain yeah. Jigsaw should have been way uglier. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. Um, I, I did. That was one of the things I liked about the second season of that was the interaction between the two of them. Um, yeah, I got to fuck. We should. Yeah. What do, what do you want? You guys want to rewatch Daredevil or Punisher? What do you want to do? I'm good. I'm good going either way. I haven't rewatched Punisher in a while. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, let's do Punisher. Yeah. So there you go, folks. Do, do, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I might I might rewatch season two of Daredevil just to get kind of like a refresher on where his character is going into season oh, one. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Because we man, and that that fucking I used it for the longest time when we used to do the old, like the long intro for um, at the diner. I had that clip of him, uh, him and Frank, like fighting on the rooftop, like just yelling at each other about their styles, you know, like, yeah, you know, you're, you, you know, you beat up the schoolyard bully, you know, everybody calls you a hero. And then a day, a month, a week, they're back on the streets. Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that yeah, interaction. It's a really great scene. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, that's not line for line, but that's pretty damn close to what happened in the comics. Correct, Rambo? Uh, I mean, yeah, they have a, a there's a there's numerous sequences like that, but um, there's one I think in the Garth Ennis, um, Steve Dillon run where uh, Matt wakes up, like he gets knocked out and he wakes up and he's chained to a uh you know an exhaust pipe on a on the roof of the building and yeah you have a whole conversation between the two of them yeah 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 for sure so season two daredevil um the punisher um i mean i still remember that see like what happened in season two um i still i fucking love daredevil so i might have to watch that again too but i yeah we'll we'll do the punisher especially since the strike's yeah, going okay. on we're not watching any new content anyways um However, Ahsoka does uh, drop next week. Yeah, so I need to watch be, Rebels because yeah. apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. I, you you need to watch Rebels before that, and I have not seen eh, Rebels. Eh. I love Rebels. Rebels was great. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to watch it though. Like it's, okay. I think you could probably piece it together because you watch Mandalorian, so you know she's back. Like yeah. you'll you'll learn about the characters. I would think that like for the most part, Star, Star Wars does a pretty good job of not forcing you to watch other stuff to really get everything, but like, it's only going to help, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Good stuff, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so you know what we're going to do folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, call it a, call it a week. Um, thank you all. Thank you. Everybody out there who's listening. We appreciate you. We really do. Um, thank you for continuing to subscribe and listen and share and all that wonderful stuff. Uh, we'll be back with more podcast hijinks uh in the near future uh so stay tuned for that but for myself for mc brooks for james rambo we love you we appreciate you and remember together there are no heights that we can't reach thank you for listening to ggr pirate radio make sure you check out our website greatgeekrefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts this has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!